Hello, Harry. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on there. I'm excited to get to know you. Thank you for uh, seven o'clock is pretty close to my bedtime. So I appreciate you being up late on a Friday night for me. <laughs> uh, no worries. Happy to so, be here. So interestingly enough, I found you on TikTok because someone I know that's struggling with gambling told me to, to look and that there was gambling stuff on TikTok, which I appreciate you doing and getting the message out there. And that's about all I know about you. So I'm going to be learning along with the audience. So if you can start by maybe telling us where you're from and what life looks like on a normal day, family, any of that good stuff. Yes. So um, I'm from um, Wales, so the country in the United Kingdom, just next to England. And yeah, I grew up in Wales until I was uh, 20 years old and then I moved to Liverpool for university and yeah that, that's that's it I've yeah I've lived in and obviously you know Liverpool most people in America I think I know it, the Beatles so yeah that's where I live now yeah and um yeah so I just got um a nine-to-five job Monday Friday and then yeah that's about it really yeah Okay. Do you want to dive right in then and maybe take us on a little, you know, tell us about your story. Maybe when did you begin gambling? Yeah. So I began gambling when I was about 15. So I, I used to gamble on scratch cards. I didn't really know at the time that I was gambling, but when I look back now, I didn't have much money, but I would spend all my money on scratch cards. So if I had, if I had five pounds, I would end up with nothing. So I, I didn't notice at the time, but now when I look back, that's when my gambling began. So yeah, so when I was about 15, and then and then it, it started getting, well, once I turned 18 then, and I was illegal to gamble on sites, that's when it really took off. So yeah, gambled on online sites. I gambled in, in bookmakers or in betting shops. Yeah, so I knew after a few months, I was like something's not right here like I think something's not adding up like I keep ending up like this is not the way I planned it I was meant to make money here I'm losing everything I'm always ending up with nothing so I knew after a few months that I've got a problem and it's I'm always ending up with no money yes I knew quite quite soon that something wasn't right but I still did I kept gambling and didn't get much money then Wherever I could get my um, hands on, I'd gamble. I'd get money f- to go in um, to to college. So college dif- in here, that's college is before university. So it's like when you're 16 to 18 and then, then you go off to university afterwards. But yeah, I would get money for going there and I'd gamble with that. And I'd have a part-time job coaching football, soccer, as you call it over there. <laughs> yeah, and then... Um, yeah, so once I, I then I got a full time job when I was nineteen. So I did, I didn't decide to go to university. I took a year out. It was meant to be for traveling, but I didn't do any traveling. You know, I gambled all my wages. It was everything that I earned. My month's wage would be gone quite soon. I'd still have a pa- um, a second job then coaching football, so I'd get cash, and I'd gamble with that as well gambled everything you said something about the money were you gambling to try to make money 
Is that what you were thinking in the beginning? Yeah. So this, for the beginning, it was to make money. My only intention, it was for money. I was, I was money, like motivated by the money. And that was it. But even if I was winning, I was carrying on gambling with the winnings. There was, there was not a figure I had in mind. It was just to carry on. No, no figure was high enough, really. It was just carry on and then win and you win, but you lose quicker, you lose faster. Yeah, my experience was I would bet higher because I knew I could win more if I won, but I didn't take into account I'd lose more if I lost. It was all just chasing. So you're right. There's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you lose so much quicker. Were your friends gambling? Like, was was that kind of... I'm trying to understand because I guess our governor is trying to make it legal to gamble online the way that the UK, it's always struck me as why is the UK having so many issues with online gambling versus us? But it's because it's been legal in different formats. Was this something like people in your social circle did or was it just something you did on your own? Yeah, so my friends turned 18 before me. A couple of them, and they already gambled. Or some of them even had sites um, at 17 with their older brother, older sisters. Well, it'd be, yeah, older brother's name. So I'd be like, I, I want to be doing that on me. They're, they're talking about winning money, so I, I want to get in on that. Like, I've I've grew up, I haven't really had money growing up, so I, wa- I wanted to get in on this. I was thinking, that sounds easy. I can, I can win, yeah. So what made you decide to stop gambling? Even when I just started gambling, I did want to stop because I was quite self-aware even when I was 18 that that I had the problem. I even got help when I was 18, but that didn't last long. I was always trying to quit. I was always trying to, you know, I want to have a life without having to make money gambling, but it was just always seemed to be the easiest option for me. So I always went back to it. Even I'd be able to get up, not much, maybe a couple of weeks, but... I'd eventually always go back, even when I was when I was um, around 18, 19. I was trying to quit then, but I just kept going back because it just seemed like it, I would. I always convinced myself I'm 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 gonna be able to win. It just seemed easy. So you were trying to quit gold cold turkey, or were you using any resources to quit? Like, did you go to Gamblers Anonymous or any other recovery? Yeah. So at the start, I was trying to quit cold turkey. Well, saying that, actually, I did have um, on-the-phone counselling. That was it. But where I grew up in the, in north, in the northwest of Wales, there's, there's, no, there's no gamblers and honest. I hadn't even heard of it until I moved to Liverpool. Didn't have a clue about it. There's none in my area. The closest one to me is the northeast of Wales, and that's it's a small country. So, it, yeah, it's about one and a half hours away. But mm-hmm. still, at a young age, I didn't know about it. Yeah, that make, that makes sense to me and it's one of the one of the things I'm grateful to COVID for is it's really opened up Gamblers Anonymous to everyone because because yeah. there has been great distance and that's part of why I started the podcast was I wanted people it was like to give them a Gamblers Anonymous meeting wherever they were whatever time of day was was how I pictured it in the beginning um, so I'm really grateful that there's more access was there like one moment that got you to where you finally quit for good? I mean, where where are you? How long has it been since you gambled? It's been been four months. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And what happened four months ago to 
kick you off on this nice stretch? I consider myself quite as, over the last couple of years, it's changed for me. I consider myself more as like a binge gambler now. So even, but when I do go back, it's, it's everything. So I've been able to get a good amount of recovery. I've had more than four months before. I feel like in recovery, I feel like it'll be a, it's going to be a lifelong process for me to be able to, to get it right and keep it, keep it easy and keep it in the day. Yes, it's going to, it's going to be a lifelong process for me, 100%. I've kept going back because I've kept not doing what I should be doing, basically. I've kept going off, the t- like not turning up to meetings. You know, you miss one and then it's suddenly, it's a few weeks then, it's a few months. And then you're telling yourself, I don't, like, I don't need that anymore. But then you, and then that's it, you're back gambling and you've, you've lost everything. And then you're back in the meetings. But actually the last time I did gamble, um, I didn't actually lose everything. I lost a big chunk of money, but I feel like I got a bit lucky the last time because normally when I lose money, I cannot. There's only a certain amount of cash I can deposit from a from a bank. But it was a Sunday and the banks were closed, so I could only get a certain amount, and I lost it all. And I didn't get any more. And instead, I went to a meeting like maybe like a week, uh, no, maybe a couple of days afterwards, or maybe even a week, but. For some yeah, I didn't, I, I got back quite quick this time and just got back on, you know, I, I like to see it as it's not back to square one now, it's back to day one. You know, I don't have to go back all the way to square one. Yeah, a couple of things are going through my head. Um, so thank you for sharing that this wasn't the first time. I think that it's important what you just called out. It's not about square one because every time that we go through life, whether, we, you know, we gamble or go back out or stay consistent in recovery for whatever amount of time, everything serves as a lesson to make us stronger and better. So I appreciate you calling that out. Was there anything like going on? Was there, was there anything that used to make you want to gamble specifically? Like, I don't know, fight with the girlfriend or the parents or a hard day at work. Like, was there anything like that that motivated you to gamble? Yeah. So it could be even be the smallest things. Yeah, arguments. Yeah, like I said, with my girlfriend, um, with stress at work as well. Because it, it could be the smallest things. It creeps back up on you, the thoughts. I could go a long time without thinking about gambling. And then that thought might come into my head for a few seconds on one day. But the next day, it'll, get, it'll keep get bigger and bigger. And then one day, if I've had an argument or even if, if I'm feeling stressed and things are building up, I've maybe I haven't been exercising as much. So I've, for me as well, when I would sometimes, when I was hungover after drinking alcohol, that's when I was at danger quite as well. And then sometimes it's more that one day it creeps up and, you, and next thing you know it, you're going to gamble. You've told yourself, I've told myself I'm going to gamble and I'm not changing my mind. It just creeps up on you that quick. Yeah. I, I know I have a lot of voices in my head that want me to, to go back out at times and, it's a daily process to keep ourselves safe. I, I mean, I believe, and that's been my experience and I live right in front of a casino. So every day I'm walking by it or driving by it. So it's always, yeah, there. yeah. some days it's like, it's not even there. And then other days, it, and that's why I'm kind of asking, cause some days it's like, am I grumpy or happy when I'm having these thoughts Am I stressed or not? Because the thoughts still come. I, I'd like to think they're not urges, but the thoughts still come. Because I, I enjoyed gambling. So 
that's part of my problem with gambling is I missed it. So it's been four months. What have you done? Can you share with us a little bit more about game? Uh, I'm going to mess it up. GameStop? GameStop, yeah. So yeah, um, I signed up for GameStop a couple of years ago, actually. So um, it's only in the the UK um, for UK um, approved website. So that any of the um, gambling online websites in the UK, um, you can sign up and it, if you put your name, you, you've got to upload your passport as well, your details. And then you can choose how long you want to be um, self-excluded for. And I, and I chose the maximum five years. Nice. So, yeah, that means that I can't sign up for any, any websites under my name for the next five years, any, like the ones that have a license in the UK. Also, it also works with casinos as well. I can't go into, you've got to have memberships with the casinos and I can't sign up here. I don't know if it's different in the, in the United States, but in, in the UK, most of the casinos, you have to have a membership card. If, you, if I tried to go in there, because I did once, I tried to go in, I wanted to go back to the casino and they went, oh, you've signed up for GamStop. And I was like, damn it, how did they know? <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, yeah, so it's all casinos as well. And like, I wasn't, I wasn't happy at the time, but really it's, it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So uh, I was wondering when you said that, that it was 18, because in my mind, I'm like, it's online. How do they know who's doing it? So they must do an ID check in the beginning to, to gamble online. It's not just a button, are you 18, and you click it. You actually have to give them some information to prove your age in the beginning. It's not good enough at the moment. I, I haven't gambled online, uh, online actually, for, for quite a while now, so I'm not sure if the checks are changed at the moment, but you don't really need much um, to prove in, which is, is quite shameful, really. But um, most, the most of the times you need to prove is when you want to actually withdraw money from when you've won that's when they want the checks then but otherwise you know it's quite um, quite easy you can don't need uh, hopefully it is changing at this time okay because i was trying but, to draw the yeah. line between that and when you use GameStop, you said you had to upload your passport so they must have to verify it against something like you said how did they know it was me yeah, so yeah, they need that with GamStop. You need you need to upload your passport. You need the ID checks. Also, as well, if you're setting up a new a new account, the bank name. So obviously, if you need to withdraw money or upload, it has to be in your name as well. So even if you make fake accounts and you use someone else, if you, and then you use your card, then they're like, oh wait a minute, like we know that card. That card's been self excluded. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand it. I heard at a conference a couple years ago, someone talking about this and it was a Canadian program. It wasn't UK, but I'm glad uh, that we're talking a little UK specific. It's one of my larger audiences and maybe there's gamblers out there that don't even know that GamStop exists. So I'm, I'm happy that we're talking about this. So has anything changed for you in the four months since you quit gambling? Yeah, I, obviously, I still get, I still get the thought, like you said, that I like to think they're not urged, but I do get thoughts about it. Sometimes I do just think, you know, oh, I could easily put a hundred pounds on like those four teams in football. 
still get those thoughts, but I feel like I've just have a bit more, you know, I'd like to say it, I'd call it, I'd like to call it peace of mind, just a bit more relaxed. And, um, you know, I feel like I've, I've learned from some mistakes as well. One of my biggest mistakes that I keep making in recovery is I isolate myself. And I feel like with me, that comes with like being quite immature. You know, I can, I've got the support groups. I've got people who in in my recovery who t- text me, check up on me. And I'm not the best at getting back, but I'm working on it. And it's just spotting really when you need to speak to someone, when you have a thought about gambling. Because like, like I said earlier, it can only be a few seconds in a day and I can, but it'll grow like the next day it'll get larger. Like that's when like I need to be picking up the phone and saying saying to someone, listen, like I'm having these thoughts, like like they're gonna if someone's a pick up, I've got a I've got a big phone list, someone's gonna pick up and they might they might change my mind and that thought might go away. But if I don't act on them thoughts, then I'm probably gonna end up gambling again. So that's something that I've learned um in the last four months is that I can't isolate myself as much as I was before. No, I can't do this on my own. Yeah, it's up yeah. to me, but I can't do it on my own though. I yeah. love that. That's so true. So you you're involved in group meetings. Is it Gamblers Anonymous or is it something else? Yes, yeah, Gamblers Anonymous. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So, like I mentioned at the beginning, I found you from TikTok. So, can you share a little about like what you're thinking to start doing that? What are you trying to do by doing that? By being out there on TikTok. Yeah, what I'm what I'm really trying to achieve, mostly for the next generation of of young gamblers, who like inevitably it's going to happen. Unfortunately, the numbers might be getting bigger. I, what I'm trying to achieve now is for people to realise that a lot of people do suffer with this addiction, and it's it's okay. You don't want to have it, but if you do have it, then that's okay. Like, it's not your fault, but you do need to stop because it's going to ruin your life. So I want it to be normalized in a way. I don't want gambling to be normalized. I want gambling addictions to be normalized. I want people to realize they're not alone. That Listen, I, like, I want other people to see, oh, this guy's like me. And all those people in the comments are like me as well. I'm not alone. Because I used to think I was alone. But it turns out like I'm not alone. I've got hundreds of people comments, you know, thousands of likes and people who are DMing me saying that they're suffering as well so it's just really what i'm trying to achieve is people to realize that they're not alone but they also this is not a life that you want to be living you want to you know you you need you need to do everything you can you need to try your best to stop and reach out for the help because it's out there i really appreciate what you're doing and i think you do a good job in your videos of as you're speaking, I can relate to so much of what you're saying, right? Because it's so similar for all of us, the thoughts, the feelings that provoke us. And you do a nice job of letting people know some of those thoughts that run through our heads. The, the people who are probably feeling very isolated and alone can at least yeah. they're not. So you do a great job of that. And I appreciate what you're doing. And that's very admirable. And it's so important with young, I'm going to say this because I'm probably double your age, but for young people, because I tried to quit in my early 20s, I went through this study. I quit for six months. Oh, okay, I could do this. And then the story I tell every time I run into a new person at a meeting, a new young person, I tell them the story that when I was in the study, I went to a GA meeting 
and there was a lady in her forties and she was sitting there and she told us all about losing her retirement fund and gambling away her whole 401k. And I remember thinking in that meeting, and I don't know why I can remember this, but I was like, so smug, like that'll never happen to me. Don't you know, I'm that 40 something year old lady who's gambled away most of her retirement, you know, multiple times over. So I think that it's such a gift if the people who are discovering that it's an issue younger can address it and stick with it where I didn't go all in on the recovery journey. I was kind of one foot in the door and one foot out. So that's why I really appreciate what you're doing. And you're using a social media tactic that reaches your audience, right? Because you go to a regular GA meeting and I'm going to be stereotypical, but there's here, I'm almost always the only female in the room on some nights. It's still a bunch of older men. I mean, it's not like that everywhere, but there is a lot of times that there's only one or two females in the room and there's not very many young people. So I think that what you're doing is just really noble and I appreciate you doing that. No, yeah, I, I do agree. Yeah, it's not many young people, um, but hopefully that can change. And, and like you said, for women as well, it's the meetings I go to, you get you get one sometimes, but not every week. So yeah, hopefully, because I've I, I've had a lot um, of women messaging me as well. I want them to know there's like recoveries out there, like there's there's help out there. You know, it's a, it's a scary thought. You know, it's it could be a good journey. Yeah, if you reach out for the help. Well, thank you. Is there anything that you want to share with the audience that I'm not thinking to ask you? I'm, I'm not too sure. What is what is your relationships look like? Are your relationships getting better? Do you do better at your job now that you're gambling things like that? Do you see any change in the four months since since you've quit? Yeah, I've I've managed to be more career orientated. Kind of, I've yeah, I've been managed to focus more on my job more and other stuff that I want to do that that I eventually want to do in my in my career and you know looking towards not too far in the future don't want to look don't want to but set myself like smaller goals and like what I want to achieve I feel confident I feel excited as well I feel excited for the journey as well not just I'm not scared anymore of what the future is going to look like before I used to think like am I just going to, is this going to be it? Am I just going to gamble everything, you know, for the whole life? This is what I'm going to do. And now I'm excited about the future. And in the last four months, I managed to think of more stuff that I want to do. But like I said, like, I don't, I'm not looking too far ahead. I don't want to, you know, I've got to keep it, you know, got to set like small, small goals and just keep, you know, keep doing the right things. Got to keep going for my meetings. Yeah, just keeping it easy, not looking too far ahead. I love that. Yeah, we can get sometimes overwhelmed if we look too far ahead. So yeah. Another good yeah. yeah, if I look too far ahead, it could lead me to the thought like, well, I need this type of money right now. And then that's a dangerous thought for me because if I'm needing the money now, I'm needing something now. I'm, I know, you know, gambling's like, it's kind of for the last seven years, six, seven years, it's been all I've known to get in money. So like, that will be the first thing that I'll go down because that's that's my that's my drug of choice. It's gambling. You mentioned when you're hungover, that's like a trigger, or sometimes you would find yourself gambling more if you were hungover. Did you notice your drinking changing at all? Like, do, have you stopped being hungover maybe to protect yourself, 
or do you still drink normal? Yeah, I, I do drink less alcohol now than I used to because I've noticed that the feelings that I get when I'm hungover. I'm still I'm still young now, but I, when I was a bit younger, I was, you know, I was in university, I was having fun, but it was dangerous times when I was hungover, and I've been managed to notice that more. Obviously, with um, with everything that's going on with COVID, all the clubs are shut down. I've been out less, but there was some time in August when social distancing we were able to go out and I remember I hadn't drank in, in a long time maybe about six months and with the day after I was just like this is just not worth it for me anymore like I'm not having all these feelings I just I've noticed now having that long without drinking and then going on a on a on a night out and being that hungover I just thought this is this is a dangerous place for me to be in very proud of you. You're very self-observant and that's awesome. And, and you're sharing things. I never had that experience. So it's good to call out another area of opportunity where people can look. Like I would have never thought of being hungover as a trigger for me. It could have been. I just can't even remember that being a thing now. Um, yeah. More emotional triggers. That's interesting. I had a weird relationship with alcohol and gambling. Like I didn't generally mix the two of them, but I did like to drink and I did like to gamble or I would leave the casino after losing all my money and then go to the bar to drown my sorrows. But I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. That's why I'm kind of nosy about that kind of stuff. We all have different, different ways of dealing with all the different aspects. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you being here. If you didn't think of anything else, because I'm forgetting, I haven't, I haven't thought of any other questions that I haven't asked. You've been very forthcoming and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you asked me to, to do this. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, blow up, we'll blow up social media and all my, my places. People can get to know you if that's okay. We'll talk when we hang up about that. But if people want to follow you, you want to tell them where they can find you? Yeah, so... My, my TikTok account that I've been doing videos, it's called Bat3Has. Bat3Has. Spell it for us. So it's um, B-E-T-F-R-E-E. bat three. And then has, and then H-A-Z. So I do have a slight speech impediment, so it, that could be it. But yeah, Bat3Has. Yeah. There's an online site in the UK. It's, it's the biggest site. It's called Bat365. So that's where the names came from. So instead of the number and bet three, yeah. That's good. I bet you it's brilliant because look at me. I'm saying I bet you. If <laughs> I always going, say it. If people were going to look for bet free the casino and they find you instead, that's pretty brilliant. Yeah. Well, well mine is spelled out, but okay. yeah, hopefully, even if it gets to bet, then the, my, my one will come up before bet three, six, five. <laughs> I love that. Very yeah. good. Well, good. We'll get people uh, knowing. I think I just think your videos are powerful and great, which is why I reached out. And I appreciate you taking the time to spend with me today, Harry. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on.